0: Conversations from the Great American Trucking Show two weeks back now, and most conversations since, have all seemed, at least in part, to turn around the ELD mandate, The delay amendment to the House Appropriations Bill being shot down in Washington, and all across the land truckers are either one, assessing potential options for satisfying the mandate come December 18th, after which most will be required to use electronic logbooks if nothing changes, or two, about that potential change. Though the amendment was voted down in the House to the appropriations bill, there's still a standalone bill from Texas Rep Brian Babin, and there is always hope, notes OIDA, board member, and small fleet owner operator Monty Weiderhold. I know most of you will well know about the bill now, which would delay the mandate two years for the entire industry. It's up to 49 co-sponsors at present, a number that's risen a bit since the appropriations amendment fell. In this edition of the Overdrive Radio Podcast, we're going to hear from organizers also of two ELD mandate protest efforts, both taking place October 3rd through either the 7th or the 8th, depending on who you talk to. The ELD or Me Facebook group is promoting October 3rd through the 7th and the unaffiliated Operation Black and Blue effort October 3rd through the 8th, the latter led by Texas-based driver Mike gunny Farum. Before we hear from them, I had a conversation with Lincoln, North Carolina based independent Eric Ingbarth out of the Southern Classic Truck Show this past weekend in Lincolnton that touched on the ELD mandate. Ingbarth well distilled the frustration with the regulations so many owner operators feel. What are his plans for the mandate? I've been
1: looking into getting one. I really have. I was hoping that they would yep. make it to where we can extend it out for a couple more years. but uh. You know, a guy's got to keep up with the times. I'm not happy about it at all. Um, just for the simple reason, there's too many things that come into play. I personally don't think it's about safety at all. Right. Uh, because if they was wanting us to be safe, they would let us run it how we want to when we feel safe to be on the road instead of saying, okay, you push the button, now you need to go for 11 hours. You know, if there's a snowstorm or something, let me rest a little bit. Let me, let me get the... Let them yep. get the roads cleared off and then I can ease on down the road at my own pace or, right. you know, stop and have lunch or something with friends and not have to worry about this time clicking off and things right. like that. You know, it's just me personally, it's going to wear us out more than what we are now. That's you know, we've, we've written our congressmen. Yep. We've called them. Every, th- every little thing that OOIDA has sent to us on an email yep. and stuff, you know, contact these people. I've tried to do it. Uh, you see other drivers out there doing it, and owner-operators, and it's not just the owner-operators that are against it, it's a mm-hmm. lot of the company drivers too because they know how we all feel. And uh, it's just, when you hear the news like the other day, it just kind of brings you down. You know, sometimes yeah. you think, why, why are we even doing this? But to me, I was raised around trucks. I took my first ride in a truck when I was five and a half weeks old. And it's like, it's in my blood. Yeah. You know, I mean, what else are you going to do? It's it's a way of life. It's not just a job. <laughs> but you still got a family to support. You got, you know, kids going through college. It's, yeah. you know, you, you, you're to the point now where you've really got no choice but to keep on
0: trucking. Ingbarth upgraded in 2009 to a brand new KW to conform to California's emissions rules. So he's no stranger to equipment investment against his better judgment, as it were. And running with an ELD-exempt pre-2000 engine is out of bounds for his operation as it now stands.
1: That brings up another point where I feel like I'm getting scolded and us guys that are trying to keep our equipment up, you know, buy newer equipment, try to be legal for this state, uh, make sure everything's right for this state or a federal law, and then they keep passing another law that brings us down and costs us more money out of our pocket, and it's like why am i why am i trying to be the good one out here <laughs> as far as being a one truck owner operator anymore it's hard to really enjoy life a little bit on your family time because when you get home you're doing maintenance on the truck you're doing paperwork yeah. and the money just really ain't there to tell your wife hey let's let's go to the beach for just a week you know what i mean then, yeah. and and you're just waiting for that next call for somebody to say hey i got this good load here i need you on this show or i need you to all this exhibit there there, and you're just waiting and you know you want to want to do that but it's it, you're torn between the family and the and the truck you know so
0: while owner-operator Ingbars to my knowledge is not involved the eld or me group any regular reader will recall is the facebook group started by east tennessee based driver and songwriter tony justice with the tagline quote time to unite unquote he and I talked about the group's plans to rendezvous at the Doswell Truck Stop in Doswell, Virginia, among other points around D.C. on October 3rd, from which points participants will make their ways, without their trucks, down to Pennsylvania Avenue to demonstrate with hopes of getting lawmakers' attention, the Justice says, among other things. Former owner-operator and small fleet owner Rich Wilson, longtime compliance consultant for small fleets, too, is involved with the ELD or me efforts. He described the group for us in conversation last week, Friday.
2: The ELD me is basically a group of uh, members, uh, truck drivers, owners, wives of owners, people that are directly associated or, or do have financial or personal um, uh, commitments to the trucking industry, and it can make a difference. And they have and they have the ability to come up with reasonable uh, data and information on. Loss, what it's going to cost them, uh, you know, I will, you know, figure out how many loads you're going to lose, and and give me only data that's directly tied to the ELD. I don't want to know about shippers and receivers. I don't want to know about freight rates. We want to know what has having an electronic log, or how do you feel an electronic log will. Um, disrupt or cost your company money and we it, we have a large group of very well trained monitors that go through and if you po- if you want to post on there it has to be scrutinized and discussed if it and we and, and i'm saying this we are affiliated with no other associations groups facebook page personalities or anything eldme is eldme we are a separate entity we our planned um gathering in october is going to be for our members who can participate and if they can't they can't it's not a big deal we are not a travel company we are not setting up um you know we're not buying rooms we're not giving directions on where to stay um there is a meeting point Mm -hmm. that meeting if you're a member, you will know where that meeting point. Where, where, what's going to happen? All right. It's not a truck show. It's not a stage. If somebody's sitting there by their truck at night and they whip out a guitar and they start singing, that's not a concert. We don't want people to think this is one a commercial aspect of us trying to make money. There's no money involved in this. Only what a person puts out to go to to go to the the to the group meeting all right uh we and like i said we are not officiated we do not we're not a 401k or uh, uh, you know the,
3: the 401c3
2: <laughs> yeah 401c3 yeah we're not a 401c3 we're not taking any money for anybody if anybody has a t-shirt or any paraphernalia that has eld or me on it it is not authorized we have authorized nothing We are making nothing if you buy it you buy it under the discretion of the person you're dealing with and that person has nothing to do with us are we going to go out there and try to stop these people we'd be stupid deals?
0: stupid or not something to be aware of if you see someone selling an eld or me hat by the roadside let them make their money, Wilson says. We'll stick to our mission. Driver songwriter Tony Justice laid out what logistics exists for the expected crowd, however large or small it is at the Doswell truck stop come the third. He acknowledges there are plenty of items the group just won't be able to take care of for participants. Here's Justice.
3: We've basically got two places where people can park. I'm uh, kind of like Rob. He's helping us out on the group, and you know, we're trying to figure out how to get everybody downtown. And we finally come to the realization that we just we don't have the means to do that. So okay. we, we just wanted to find places to park, and, and people's going to have to figure out, you know, what what they need to do. I mean, they're going to be big boys and girls to figure out their way downtown. Uh, but you know, we got right. we've got the Doswell truck stop we can park at, and uh, of course you got the TA up in uh, in Maryland. Jessup. Uh, Jessup. Scott Reed is is starting a trucker justice protest info page. Okay, we've got all the we've got all the logistics and what it costs. Where we've got everything I need to know to get from those places to downtown okay. to to the protest site. Uh, we did end up. Uh, my boss man uh, is for 15 passenger uh, vans. Okay, to go from Doswell up, so it's sixty people uh if we end up with that many then we, and if we have more than that we need to make an extra trip we, we can drop people off there at the at the metro on the south side and they can ride the train on downtown from there then we can go mm-hmm. back and, and get and get more so uh you know but i don't know a lot of people's coming to get hotel rooms or whatnot i mean i know i'm taking my truck i'm gonna stay in my truck uh you know but people could go to that page and find out you know Hey, you need to bring a shoulder chair you need to bring a, maybe a, a backpack cooler put you some water in if you smoke bring a damn little can with a lid on it so you put the cigarette butts in because we don't want to throw cigarette butts all over our orchard tennis just yeah. but we're just yeah. basically saying hey here's your place to park and uh, if you can't figure out a way downtown we do have buses some bands and then we're going to go down there you know uh, i know scott's getting meetings lined lined up where you know he's going to be more like inside you know Getting meetings. It'd be nice if we can go around as a group of people and go to the office, just go to their doors, the different mm. representatives' doors and stuff, and talk to them. You know the, you know like the handicap people did here a while back, but hopefully mm. without getting arrested and drug out of the building. But you know we just want to make a, you know hopefully make a statement. Have enough people out there protesting. Well, you know we get noticed a little bit, and uh, you know I I told people, win lose or draw. I, I mean, no, no matter the outcome. As long as we come together and unite on this, and have people, uh, hell, we can't we can't lose. You know, if if that's all we accomplish is as much people uniting and coming together, so I, I don't know if that really answered your question. I don't know. I don't really know what to tell people to expect except for you know, expect to have a place to park and and, and hopefully some. You know, we're we're going to get there like everybody else. And see who all shows up. You know. Yeah. Yes, make their own signs. We're not making them for them. They need to make them before they drive up there. You know. Or, bring the stuff with them to make them and then make it the yeah. night before but you know whatever they want to you know we'll, we'll be we'll put a lot
0: of information up search trucker justice protest info page on facebook.com for what info's out there now i asked about the necessity or not of a permit for the downtown demonstration given no trucks are involved the organizers don't believe it's necessary in this case here's wilson
2: Yeah, we're not, we're not permitting. We're not permitting as a demonstration. Uh, we're not there to, we're there as citizens. And if we want to walk in front of the White House on the sidewalk, we have the rights as any other citizen to do that, right? Okay. And just because the whole, you know, I mean, how many times does a school bus, two or three school buses or, or coaches come up there full of kids? And they're all walking yeah. together. They don't need a permit. I, I, you know, we're not, we're not, um... You know, our thing is—is is we're trying. Our our point is on our side is we're trying to show up and show unity amongst the drivers, uh, not a bunch of um, lies and exploitations and different things that you you know you the government did to you or whatever. It's like, hey, we need you to listen to us. The truckers have got some issues that need to be discussed. Sure. And. Bring the truckers up to the light. If it's owner operators, small companies, um, you know, are you probably going to get company drivers? I doubt it. Number one, their companies probably won't allow it or them to get involved. And number two, they've already got them. So I mean, you know, they're you know they're they're not affected by this. So this like is the other half. This is or more than half. This is the other part. We have people that are going to be uh, coming to the. Um, to Doswell on the 7th, eight, 6th, 7th, and 8th are, um, have small tr- small companies with, uh, say, Duallys and 6-wheeler uh, and 10-wheelers. You know, there's a lot of them out there that disaffects.
0: Sure.
2: So there's more than just over-the-road trucking. One thing we've done is we've tried to take all the groups of all the various affected commercial vehicles and bring them together to just show you know how big how many other people are out there besides the top five percent
0: finally eld or me is not the only crowd out there angling to get the attention of lawmakers on behalf of truckers the operation black and blue effort of texas based driver mike gunny farum which came to my knowledge well after ELD or me, has also seen some prominence, particularly at the Great American Trucking Show, where Farum showed the MC Van Kampen 2015 Peterbilt Pride and Class custom unit he drives. Following, he describes the efforts of his Operation Black and Blue in conversation with me at Gatz two weeks back.
4: Coming up real soon. Um, I was approached by organizations around the country that represent thousands of trucks because they know my reputation about fighting regulations. They know that I know the ins and outs of FMCSA, ATA. I've been fighting regulations since 2005. So my reputation uh, of standing against against these heavy hitters I guess it went a long way. So they came to me. um, Who are we talking about here? We're talking about some agriculture associations. We're talking about some livestock associations. We're talking about uh, some unions, port authority unions from around the country. Um, So I started Operation Black and Blue. Me being former military and doing operations uh, during the military, I knew that this had to be done on a similar, um, uh, on a similar similar stance. So. How I came up with Operation Black Blue is this: is that I wanted something that was catchy, but yet meant something profound about our in- industry. One of which is black, as our industry has a black eye; um, it has for a number of years. So I wanted to incorporate that. Um, blue represents unity, which is something that we haven't had in this industry for a number of years. So if we, I was able to bring a bunch of people together, then that would represent the blue and or the unity. Of us coming together. Uh, we picked the dates from October the third to October the eighth due to the fact that Congress was going to be in session. Now they're not in session all the time in Washington so we didn't want to do it in the mid winter time when it was too cold. We wanted to make sure that it was uh, fell in within into their schedule so that was that was the whole thing about getting the dates done. Second is we had to make sure that we had operations that anybody, no matter where they were in the country, could contribute to this. So I had sit, sat down with these different people and we came up with different ops. We call them ops. So we have what's called OpWash, O-P-W-A-S-H, hashtag, which represents all of us going into Washington, D.C. What are the plans there exactly?
0: What, what's going to happen?
4: We're Right now we're in, in talks with Brian, Brian Babin's office in sure. South Texas. and Right now, he currently has up to 41 sponsors on the HB bill. So, as a matter of fact, he just announced yesterday that he's not taking off during Labor Day like everybody else, or the Labor Day recess. He's going to continue on. He's uh, he's going to keep on pushing for this uh, mandate to be pushed back two years.
0: The bill Farum is talking about actually has 49 co sponsors this week, for what it's worth. And a similar delay saw some action in the House Appropriations Bill recently, as noted earlier in the podcast, it failed.
4: I'm gonna take whatever I can get, but what I want is I wanna push push it, I wanna abolish it completely. But if I can get it pushed back two years, that gives us, that gives us extra time. But we, what we would like, we want Brian Babin and his constituents to be ready for us when we get there to Washington. And we want to do a special session, either before his constituents or before Congress, Hopefully he can work that out for us, which are still in talks with that. And each day that we're there, we wanna address, the, we call it our top 20 list, which sure. I gave you that. Yeah. And uh, are we gonna get all top 20 done? No, realistically <laughs> no. But we would like to at least get the top four addressed, one of which is the 14 hour rule. It's not just a mandate. Uh, of course the mandate's on there. Uh, we wanna get, training standards
0: in our industry kind of raise the profile around all these all these issues uh, at the very least get them keep them in the conversation I know exactly I mean no
4: more of this hey I've got six months OTR on the lower I10 with no mountain or chain experience or uh, heavy uh, city experience no. and all of a sudden you're going to now train somebody coming right out of school. Every trainer should have at least 500, half a million miles, 48 state experience, uh, heavy borough experience in the New York City area, uh, Los Angeles, Atlanta, uh, Portland, Seattle, maybe even some Canada would even help. But uh, we feel that they need at least a minimum of five
0: years to even be a, a trainer. Right. So and they should be paid for it as well. Yeah, you know, we, we were talking a little bit earlier about um, actual Physical nature of the rally that's going to happen. Um, understand, uh, there the, are trucks involved in this. Uh, you're going to take them into the into the capital. We're, we're going to take the, them into Washington D.C. City. Right now, I like I said,
4: I have this I have this conference. I got to see how many they're going to allow us in with. Okay. Um, but I have a conference with uh, uh, Department of Homeland Security and the and the and the Park Service, okay. and we're going to go over each what I want to do and what they're going to let us do, and then go from there. Uh, There's only going to be probably 25 of us that are going to be actually the spokespeople for our industry that are going to the special session. The rest of the individuals that want to go there, they're coming by car, by bus, or what have you, and they're going to have a rally point once
0: they get there. Okay, and then um, tell me about the other efforts uh, for other folks that can't do that. Uh, that, that do want to contribute around the, around the nation.
4: We have what's called Op-Wash-Loc, What's O-P-W-S-H-L-O-C, which means Op-Wash-Loc. What that is is people that are gonna actually take off from the third to the eighth. They're claiming that as their vacation time. Uh, what they're gonna be doing is they're either A, going to go and rally at their, their uh, uh, let's say you're in Fort Worth, you live in Fort Worth, you're going to go to the, the Fort Worth City office building or the government building and they're going to have a rally of whoever's in Fort Worth. Uh, if they live in Dallas, same thing. Those guys are going to go to Dallas and, and rally there. They're going to have Operation Black and Blue stickers, balloons, um, just basically uh ing us in Washington, making sure that everybody knows what's going on around the country. This is going to happen nationwide, all over. City's big, large, small. We also have what's called uh, OP1TS, which stands for top secret. And anybody that knows a truck knows that it has 85 to 95 different sensors under the hood. Now, us being human beings and not electronic whizzes, never knows when one of these electronic uh, fuses or whatever is going to blow out. And we're thinking, we're not sure, but we're thinking that there's going to be 150,000. Trucks around the country that are going to have these issues around the country probably when they're driving, but we're not sure. Okay, so what does that mean exactly? What does that mean? Probably,
0: probably when they're driving. (laughs) Why would uh, why would we want this to happen?
4: Well, because you never know when things are going to happen. I mean, it could it could break down in the middle of the freeway, or (laughs) you know, during rush hour. You never know. You know, maybe they can make it off the side of the road to the shoulder, but I'm not extremely sure on how they're.
0: Okay. well
4: maybe they'll make it all those days and nothing happened to their truck but are, ta- are we
0: talking about blocking highways i would never do anything illegal like that at all now in Farum's defense and as he also said he never directly signaled an intent to block a highway here as we talked and when i brought this back up with him later he confirmed he's making a sort of jest here toward what he believes will be the very real involvement of those Quote tens of, well, hundreds of thousands of drivers he mentions in his efforts as they shut down all around the country without ever broadcasting their intent to do so. Whether they do or not is another matter. And he went on.
4: We have what's called OP LOG, O P L O G. These yep. are drivers that are going to actually be doing what the FNCSA has wanted them to do ever since logs, yep. uh, the electronic logs have come out and that Since is the when, change
0: in the hours of service right uh, in the 20, so
4: 98% even more than that I'm gonna go 99 because I'm, I'm I've been doing this a long time 99% of the drivers I don't care if you're on ELD or if you're on paper log when you hit a customer you're gonna do 15 minutes hitting the dock and then you're gonna get, either go a off-duty or you're gonna go B and your sleeper berth. None of these drivers are in their sleeper berth when they're saying they're in their sleeper berth. They are either in their driver's seat, or they're walking their dog, or they're in the back there counting their freight, right. or they're in the back of their sleeper playing Nintendo or whatever they play, right. watching a movie. That's whatever. Co- that's, that's kosher for sleeper berth, isn't it? Yeah, or it's kosher off duty at least. But yeah, but yeah, it's not. You're not once you're if your eyeballs are not
0: closed, yeah. then you're not actually getting that's sleep. sleep
4: that is what is the cause of the majority of these accidents that drivers keep on trying to argue with me on, is that ELDs aren't the problem. Right, yes, right. they are, because what is happening is is that the 14-hour rule is causing these guys to show that they are, they should be on duty, not driving. Okay, showing yeah, all that time so they're correct. waiting. So, but what they're doing, in fact, is they're showing that they're in their sleeper berth when they're, in fact, awake. It takes them 10 hours to get loaded. They've already been up for 10 hours. They're gonna have a brand new 14 to use now, and they're gonna be expected to drive at least half of that. And even if they did that, you're still looking at a 15 to 20 hour day. So that is the culmination of the majority of these accidents because these are new folks that are coming in the industry that have been trained by morons. You have a moron training a guy that just came out of school, you're not gonna have any type of tools to use to know when you're pushing the envelope too far or I can't do this anymore I need to pull over everybody every every person's body is different if I condition myself to drive from if I know I've got to drive from 11 o'clock at night till 8 o'clock in the morning I'm gonna force myself to go to sleep in the sleeper bird during the daytime Okay. There's people that don't can't do that. Right, right. You know, they don't know how to do that, so they'll stay up. They'll stay up, and then they'll try to drive from 11 o'clock at night until 8 o'clock in the morning. And get, you've seen what happens. I like post wrecks every day.
0: Farum's Truckers had enough. Facebook page is indeed at least a, in part a catalog of the dramatic carnage of trucking disasters on the highways. Yet, if statistical analyses I've seen are correct, a majority of such instances are per- precipitated by actions of the passenger vehicle. Not that better trucker training couldn't result in less carnage on the whole, of course, with which Ferrum would agree, I imagine. Ferrum noted you can find details about his effort on Facebook and also at operationblackandblue.weebly.com And here's our question to you. Do you plan to get involved with any of these efforts? If so or if not, you can tell us just why at Overdrive Radio via 530-408-6423. Please leave your name and base location with any message.